Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Bite Smart Podcast, where we go under the hood of the car buying experience to give you the inside tips and tricks on how to get your best deal. I was going to ask what the podcast is called. I just made it. I just did it. <laughs> Bite Smart Podcast, episode one, brought to you by BuySmart.ca, where you can go right now and uh, get pre-approved for an auto loan for a vehicle in your area, and we ship direct to your home. Free. Free touchless delivery anywhere in the Maritimes. Um, we'll even figure it out if you're not from the Maritimes. How about that? Yep, we will. Done it. Yeah. My name's George. I've been in the car business since I was 18 years old, which gives me 10 less years than you. A lot of age. 10 less years than you. That's right, because I'm old. Actually, I only 96, have, that's when I get in. I only have nine less years than you. It's funny in the car business, that's how we talk about it. Yeah. That's when I got in. That's when I got like in. Like it's the mob. It's like it's prison. It's, there's a high rate of recid. What's it called? Recidivism. Recidivism. Yeah. Customers recidicism. are probably like, why do they always say that? <laughs> everyone, everyone. When I left, Pache was like, <laughs> when I told everybody I was leaving, are like, because you know you leave and then your phone keeps ringing for the next like few days, right? Yeah. You go do something else, and it's just going. like I'm not in anymore, man. <laughs> like I'm not in. Like I got out. Like you know what I mean. Like my, my time. Come visit me. I, I did my time, right? And then all the reps are like, "Yeah, you'll be back. We'll see you. We'll see you around." I'm like, "No, you won't. Not this time." It's just a thing. You wanna? I don't know. I always just saw. I always just saw that the business had so much potential to be better. Yeah. Definitely. You know, like, and you try to get in and you try to make it better on the inside and you can't. Yeah. And that's really. That's really what Buy It Smart was about, is just changing it, changing it fundamentally. I know. Everything about it. And it's really the only reason why I'm back now, is yeah. because we're doing, because I'm doing it with you. And I don't think I was, And you're my big sister, but yeah. yeah. But you're, you're the reason and why. you're a rock star, and I need You're the reason help. why I got in the first place, so you're kind of like, you're yeah, guilty. Yeah, right, I know, I'm guilty. I gotta make something <laughs> of it now. You're guilty, man. <laughs> It's like you gave me that first hit, and I was like, oh, she's my sister, though. That's such a bad, that's such a bad one, but it's true. It's true, though. It's true. People that, people in our business love it and hate it. Yeah. And Scott, it's, it's such a weird thing. It's, it's like, a uh, it's like that movie, that poker movie, um, I can't remember what it's called, but like, he talks about how some people can't handle the swings. You know what I mean? Because you get such you get such a high when you win the pot, but you're so low, like yeah. Because yeah. most of the time you're getting beat up. Yeah, <laughs> you know it I mean? is definitely there's a beat hu- down. You get in the cage. Yeah, there's huge swings you get in, in this cage. industry. It's not like like recently where I was working before is like consistent, like every month, every week. It's like here's your pay, here's your pay. You can set your clock to it. You know right. what I mean? Right. But there's also negatives associated with that too. It's like you can set clock to it. That and and the days that you're super super busy, you're like I'm not getting paid enough for this. You know right. what I mean? Right, right, right. But, but there's also days that are super slow where you're like, mm, pretty easy, and I know I'm getting paid. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The slow days in the car business, you're just stressed. Like, yeah. When you're not busy in the car business, you're like, what? We're, no one's making money. Like, you know? <laughs> get so stressed out. Uh, yeah. I know, and there's this perception like people in the car business are just killing it. Yeah. You know, like that poor guy trying to sell you the Hyundai Santa Fe is just yeah. like rocking it out. You know, yeah, he's making probably 30, 40 grand a year. It's true, man. Most people are not making a ton of money. If he's, like, successful. Yeah. You know? In a franchise store, it's just how... My favorite thing in the franchise stores are are the the old guys that have been there for 90 years. I know. And everyone thinks they're going to get the best deals. Like, why do you think he's been working here for 90 (laughs) years? 
Uh, can I get a medium two cream and a medium black? We don't even pause. Oh, would you pray? Uh, no, that's okay. I don't have my... Thanks. I don't have my uh, click card or whatever. I just got the business card because this is a business opportunity to save the three cents in tax. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that funny, too? Because you don't even... <laughs> and then there's like a bag full of just crumpled receipts. So you just like throw those out. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Or you just give them to your... Your accountant, you like figure this out. Yeah, it's not good. No, he's like, it you is know, really a bag. <laughs> you know, the ninety dollars an hour you're paying me to unfold these receipts could yeah. be much better used by just not giving them to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I use I give mom, eh? Oh yeah. And she's awesome. She is really good. She's awesome. She's our mom. But she nags. She's a nagger. <laughs> she's like, but that now remember you're supposed to give me that. And I'm embarrassed to give them to her. Because they're literally in a Sobeys bag. But that's what and makes... And she'd be like, is there another Sobeys bag somewhere around at your house? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what makes you a good trainer, too. Because <laughs> like, you don't egg. stop. You're like, ugh, ugh, ugh. I'm just like, man, I don't have the patience for it. Like, if you're not get, if I'm training you and you're not getting it, I'm like, all right, let's see if there's somebody else out there. You're, you're like, you see a little nugget of brilliance in everybody. I know. It's my downfall. Yeah. Well, it's good, though, because you produce a lot of good salespeople. Yeah, well, I take people on, you know? Yeah. And then what I'm learning, what I'm learning as I get older is that that's not always a great thing, you know? Like, yeah. yes, I probably there's probably a handful of people I can remember over the years that said, you know what, I really want to get this. I really want this opportunity. And I pushed them hard enough, and they stuck in it long enough that mm -hmm. they actually made a career and made some good money right and some of them own their own businesses now mm -hmm. but but i can remember a lot more people that i probably should have said hey you know what it's not working out yeah, yeah. you're probably better suited to do something else mm -hmm. because this is a hard it's a hard career mm -hmm. you, you only you're only paid when people are buying i mean yeah. however you're paid if it's salary if it's commission if it's a little bit of both it doesn't matter if the people stop buying, you get laid off. That's like, right. and I think that's the way it is in every industry. I just think in the car business, more people know that because traditionally we're all paid on commission. Yeah. But it's not a good feeling when you're an employer and the weeks go by. You know, right now, for instance, I'm like, we're doubling up on payroll. I want everybody to get the most opportunity we can mm -hmm. to get as close to the holidays to be able to put some money in their pocket, especially if you get a lot of new staff, right? Yeah. And I take that seriously. It's 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 hard not to hand somebody a paycheck, like. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I, hey, listen, not for me. It's even harder not to get the paycheck. I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, I can't tap this one. No, you can't tap it. Uh, you just stick it in. Okay. This is gonna be on the podcast now, so I hope nobody gets my debit card checking. Okay. Well, you, you didn't have to say it. Oh, what was I supposed to do? Oh, you were going to hand me the thing. you got to change your PIN number now. <laughs> Nobody's getting that card. <laughs> I'll put a, Don't worry I'll, about it. I'll try to remember. How how many minutes in are we? I'll try to remember where that was and put a beep over it. Is it really a big deal? Man, you're putting this on the internet. God, I trust people too much. Say it. Just yep. kidding, internet people. I don't trust nobody ever. <laughs> we'll put a bleep over that, or we'll just take it out together. Yeah, we'll just take it. We'll take out this whole. There'll be a blank spot there. We'll take out this whole friggin' dude. Messed up these party. don't get edited, man. I mean, oh. I'll edit that because it's safety for our 
the livelihood of our business. You know what? I was thinking about that before I left this morning. I was like, okay, George, I need this I should think about like something. And then I was like, no, no, you don't think about. I just, I just like talking about the car business. I've been like that all my life. You're like that too. I, I think that, that's how, you know, that's how buy. That's how you know, thinking about buy it smart and how it came to be. I think it's because, you know. I've just been open about the fact that it needs to change, and it's been—it's just like the traditional way of buying is just crap. Yeah, and it really is. I think we've both Let's just talk about it. We've both worked for also like a lot of people where there's that there's that perception that like there's there's almost that like which is why I always say like I hate the car business, but like you know what I mean. Like now I'm working in it again, yeah. but there's that perception that so like kind of like it. Yeah, I like I like the way we do it. I buy it smart. Yeah, it's been a hard example, road to get there. For example, yesterday we're talking. I'm talking to the guy. Yeah. About the truck, right? Customer. Customer about the truck, and he's like, "Look, I mean, I'm getting two point nine somewhere else," and I had complete freedom and autonomy working for you. You were in the room with me to explain to him, "You're not actually getting that interest rate, right. and here's how that here's how all that works." Right. Do you know what I mean? And and that's we do that as a, like a, a transparency thing to our customers, which is fine. Yeah. But like, I've worked for people where it's like, oh, don't say that, right. don't say, we have tricks. We have these tricks that we do. We have these magic tricks that make, that confuse people until they say yes to buy. I'm like, no, why? It's so true. Why do we have to pretend that we do tricks? Like, I know. You don't have to. You can just explain like how the interest rate is Created. It's ridiculous. Yeah, why it's there. And if someone's only 2.9, it's because yeah. they're charging you a little bit more for the vehicle so that they can buy down that rate. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like... Yeah, the rate, of the, the prime rate is the prime rate. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yes, different banks. You can see different banks. It's low, you know, offer slightly lower here to here or, the, or there's better offers or da 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 But if somebody has perfect credit and because we deal with all of the banks, we can't get them the very best rate you can get in this country for an automobile loan, yeah. then if somebody else does better, it's because it's either coming from the manufacturer's incentive, which, you know, I've been out of the manufacturer's world long enough, but in the old days, I, you know, I, I should disclose this. I shouldn't say it's the old days. It's like, it's only been a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and how it worked is you could always pay cash. Right. So if you paid cash, which was means you went through another finance source, you 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 had an, you paid less for the price of the vehicle, but you paid prime rate of the day. Mm-hmm. So if it was zero percent, you're paying more. So do the exactly. math. You're paying it. You're paying it then, or you're paying it you're still, now. You're, you're still paying it. You're still paying for the interest. <laughs> the, the easiest way I explain it to like my buddies and my friends that ask me about like how to get the zero percent on a new car, I'm like, okay, you've dealt with banks before. Have yeah. you ever known any of your interactions with a bank for them to do something for you for free? Yeah. Like, it just, they do not work for free. Yeah. So that's the first thing. And I said, just keep an eye on the advertisements. If you're getting ready to buy a car, keep an eye on the advertisements. You'll yeah. see one manufacturer offers 0%. Another manufacturer offers, uh, like, employee pricing. Right. Or they'll offer, like, a, a, you know, some other incentive. But if you take that number, what that number is off, it's probably about the cost of the interest. Right, do right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There is yeah. no free lunch. No. And I just think it's more confusing. Like, here's the thing. I, I, you know, I genuinely like people. When I got into the business, I was like, why don't we just help people get what they want? Exactly. And just do it in the easiest, softest path for them. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be, by the way, the easiest, softest path for us. For the dealer as well, yeah. And then all these years, I worked for other people, like, 
96 is when I started and all of these years working in dealerships where it's like I get process I have process too but yep. some of it just didn't make sense and I wasn't allowed to ask questions why it's like yep. well they asked me this question we should just be able to answer it directly and if it's about finance why don't I just introduce them to a finance manager yeah I know they didn't pick a car yet but they're having questions about finance exactly. that's not how we do it you got to pick a car first <laughs> and yep. I'm like but they're asking me questions about finance and you're not giving me the yeah. answers how to answer how to answer it and I was too young to do it you know and I guess like for me it's that you know it's that whole story that sticks out of my mind when I worked at Chrysler and you know being working with this customer to purchase a Dodge Caravan this is long before anybody even talked about bad credit it was like I think it was like uh, 2000 or 2001 and this gentleman owned a business in town and he had his family coming in and we did the whole negotiation piece for like three weeks. It was a hard deal to put together. Yeah. And then he comes to pick up his van and I'll friggin' never forget. It comes with his family. It parks his old van by his new van. I move over all of his kids' stuff. His kids basically move into the van. All he's got to do, you know, like every other customer did, is go into the finance office, sign his documents, drive away in his new van. And then an hour goes by and an hour and a half goes by and I get this page on the thing from my finance manager. Come, Cam, Cam, come to the finance office. I'm like, uh-oh. I love that page, by the way. That was a, that was a cool thing. Come to the finance, oh, yeah, yeah the old paging system. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, keep going. Anyway, so she says, yeah, your customer's not approved. I'm like, pardon me? No, your customer's not approved. I'm like, okay, so... So, do you want me to tell him to come back in an hour, or like, what do you tell me here? No, you can't have the vehicle. Tell him to go home. And I'm just like, holy, uh, I gotta tell you honestly. I mean, I worked with this guy for three weeks. Yeah. In 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 those days, especially if you didn't sell a vehicle, you're definitely not getting paid. Yeah. I gotta tell you for honestly, that was the last thing on my mind. I was so. I didn't know how I was going to get around this thing. Go oh, tell man. this grown man in front of his kids. Yeah, you're not approved. By the way, get you're back like, in you're, your old. Thing. You're like what, 22 years old at this point, probably. I think it's 23. 23. You're you're a young kid yourself. Yeah. Telling this old established man, like I think I remember the story you say, like he was yeah. a business owner in the community. Probably my age, right? I yeah. thought he was old, but yeah, businessman in the community, him yeah. and his kids. And the thing super is, super nice guy. There was some. There was some reason why. He couldn't get that vehicle. And you know what? He might even have been able to get that vehicle. I know. That's the sad thing. Now what I know today, it's like, damn it. You know, we didn't know then. Nobody really knew then. Mm -hmm. But I think with a little bit of effort, we probably could have figured that one out. Yep. Definitely, man. And it's that, but it's that attitude that at the day was very, was very, uh, common and it's still it still exists today it does is which is like well they didn't get approved for the best rate and they can't buy all the back-end product yeah they're worthless right as humans they're worthless they're they're not only just not going to give us money yeah but they're as humans you can treat them like dogs and tell them to go yeah yeah does does the finance manager have to go out no you do it 23 year old kid knows nothing about finance yeah you go tell them dude move over man come on bro yeah you won't it's the lights. Like, I, it's the lights and the actually huge noise there. You think people... But, I mean, move over, man. Like, you don't know what's going on. It's more important, I guarantee, than yeah. what you got going on, bud. <laughs> like, I guarantee you having to get to wherever you're going is not as important as that fire truck. 
You think we're crotchety right now? Could be, but <laughs> I think it's real though. It's raw. It is real. Man, it's real. It I real. like I that's the other thing I like about working with you is that <laughs> is that how real I can be like. Yeah. Because we're not bad people. No. Like that's the other thing you get. Not all the time. I mean sometimes. No, we're yeah, sometimes laughing. we're bad. <laughs> but uh no. it's the cackle I think that <laughs> makes people think you're bad. I know. <laughs> but um it's the whole thing of like man and customers like it too. Yeah. Like they get it. I was just thinking this today. Like, I was saying this to the truck guy about yesterday. He's like, he's we're looking on. He's like, oh, I found this truck at Pache. I'm like, I've, yeah. now I've name dropped Pache a couple times, so showed yeah. it to them. <laughs> but anyway, he's like, I found this truck at Pache. I'm like, well, let's look at it we together. We do like Pache. We do. And I and I'm looking through the inventory. I'm like, man, that's a nice truck, right? And I'm looking through, and and uh, the the price was like thirty two nine. Yeah. And I'm like, I think that I can probably buy this for both thirty one or thirty one five. Right. Because trucks are very very popular right now. So that's I'll right. make a bit. I'll make a bit on that side. Yeah. I'm saying this to the customer. Yeah. And he's just like, oh yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, yeah, and they know I, we gotta live. Of course, man. Of course. Yeah. Like, and yeah. that's how we do it. Like, yeah. uh, how did you think we got paid? You know what I mean? And the bank's gonna give me a little bit for putting together the loan. Yeah. And we're gonna sell sell you some product in the back that's gonna protect you as you're driving. And that's all. This stuff is excellent to be able to be to be free to communicate with the customer because I I decided that I mean again like we were talking about how it's like you know prison you keep yeah. coming you get the, the recidivism like the beat down yeah. like this, but you kind of make these like these things i just don't want to do it that way anymore and one of the ways i don't want to do it anymore is not being completely open book with my customers 100 percent, 100 percent. if i look back on all of the interactions i've had with customers and you know this to be true because you've watched me through my career as as i when i worked in dealerships i was on the sales floor i did try to get into finance for a long time never happened for me mainly because I was selling vehicles and it's a hard transition because they don't want to take you off the floor I think um, and then watching that pattern over time you know that's pretty it was pretty evident um, and then you know the, the doing the sale business I was a floor floor manager floor clerk so my whole career and then going into training we, I did hands-on training my whole career has been dealing with customers hands-on and I believe that that made me better able to see what needed to be changed from the inside out. But it also, and better trainer, because I can relate to what the people that I was training, I say, yeah, I know when that happens, this can happen. And then this can happen and this can happen. And my, probably the best thing that I've ever trained anyone is to just tell the freaking truth. Yeah. Like it's my best closing tool I got. If yeah. you want to get, if you want to go, oh, Kim. You close deals like you're, you do. Yeah, I do make I do make money closing deals. Yeah, the send, send in the closer. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And then the the new guy would be sitting at the desk with me, right? Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, so this is how it is. Da da da. And you look at me, you'd be like, you just told the truth. I'm like, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> He's like, okay, so we can do that. Yeah. Just the price is this. Your trade is that. When you do the math. Based on the interest rate you qualify for, the payment's this. That's exactly or it. does this come with an extra set of mats? No. Yeah. It's like if the customer's like, well, that's a problem. Okay. Well, mats are $36. Yeah. Well, I want you to throw them in. Well, I don't know if I can because it's not my $36, but let me go ask somebody. Yeah. yeah. You know? My favorite like, is, it's easy is stuff, when you're working you know? with a salesperson and they just go, they just go, Matt, oh, yeah. Oh, and I included mats. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> like I have to, I have to pay for all this stuff, man. Like, oh, I, oh, I gave him winter tires and mats. And you're like, yeah. okay, did you want to run that by me first? Yeah. Or? Like, 
you're going to have to now go back and tell them you can either drop the winter tires in the match right. or we have no deal. That's right. I got no money <laughs> yeah. left. Because I can't actually do that in the amount of money you've given yeah. me. I think that's a falsy too. I think, I think a lot of people think because the price and the negotiation and everything yeah. in the car business has been such a, this crazy. I think, I think the industry just made it complicated to make people feel like they don't understand but it's really a very simple it's process simple, there's yeah. cost what we buy it for yep. then we recon it mm-hmm. and then we retail a vehicle i mean it's the same as any retail operation yep. and when you go into sobeys you don't know what they bought that orange for that's either right. That's right. uh i think we just have a different flair in the car business because you know people have been taken for a ride in, in situations and that's why I'm a big advocate of finance because the banks don't let that happen. Right. Uh, you know, to a degree, you're very protected when you finance a vehicle. But I mean, I think, I think that's for a whole other podcast. But uh, we got lots of podcasts. We got lots of podcasts, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I like to just, I, I love giving the info out, you know? Mm-hmm. I was talking to this about somebody yesterday. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was you. No, no, it was somebody in marketing. Yeah, because I, I we're getting into the stage now where I'm gonna I'm gonna bring somebody in house to do uh, more of our digital social marketing, and I was saying, look at this is what I want. I just want the information out there. Yeah, I I want people to see my team operating. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I want I want customers to be able to take a glimpse inside what we do on a day to day basis and make decisions whether or not they want to do business with us. Cars are cars. The yeah. end result is people need a car. And in order to get there, some people have stepping stones that make it difficult for them to get a vehicle. Some people it's finance. Some people it's just being take slow down to explain the process. Some people can't physically get to us. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's all kinds of issues that stop people from actually getting to their vehicle that we can solve their problem. But I just want to be able to let people give them the information. Like more power is good. Yeah, and there's a lot of misinformation. That's the pro- that's the main problem that I'm I'm coming up against talking to customers now. Mm. <clears throat> is even even I was in I was uh, selling cars as recently as I think two years ago. Yeah, right before my son was born. Yeah, and uh, and things have changed so much even in that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. There's so many more of these fly by night lead generation companies yeah. that are pretending that they sell cars. I know. It's amazing. It's like pick a car, pick a payment. It's like, do you guys have those? Do you yeah. guys have cars? Like, you should just Google their like head office, that company, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah. see that it's in a t- high rise somewhere. In a, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, that's kind of weird too because we don't have a we don't have actually have a, a dealership location either. Really, yeah, we, do in we, have, we have one, yeah. but we also have the office where we sell cars out of that too. Yeah, yeah, totally the vision. Online. Yeah, yeah, because. <clears throat> Because the vision for Buy a Smart has always been that the smart way to buy is to get the nitty gritty out of the way first. Yeah. All these questions that people have, they should be able to sit down with an advisor, mm-hmm. you know, exactly, traditionally yeah. named a finance manager. Right. And they should be able to ask all the questions they need to ask to make sure they have all the answers so that they can be properly matched to a vehicle that meets their needs, their lifestyle, their budget, and a bank approval. Like the worst thing. I used to see in the car business was exactly my story. And I, I, when I saw that guy that I had to go out and tell his family he's not approved for that caravan, yeah, like that change, that was a game changer for me. Since that day, I was starting to figure out if there's one of these people, there's more of them, mm-hmm. and how how can I put something in play that that I mean, as as a very high up in. Uh, the organization, the Scotiabank told me, sorry, I'm dropping a name, but I don't care because I'm on a mission to change his mind. But anyway, 
he was like, Kim, that's a pretty tall, you're biting off a lot more than you can chew. I mean, you can't change the world, you know what I mean? People are going to, and I'm like, yeah, but we can change this stupid thing in the car business. Yeah. There's no reason why we can't put finance ahead of vehicle selection for people that want that. Yeah, exactly. We're not shoving it down anybody's throat and saying, hey, if you want to go and, you know, and you know, and you know what you can afford and you know what interest rate you qualify for and you don't have any questions. Yeah, go ahead. You know, it's like if you were going to buy a house and you knew that you qualified for a million dollar home, well, start looking with your real estate agent. 100%. But for like, for like, the stats are for almost half of the people in this country, they're, they have less than perfect credit. Right. And so when they're looking at that ad for 250 bi weekly, gets them in that SUV that they love and they say, hey, honey, let's go down to the, you know, let's go down to the Hyundai dealership down the road and we'll take that SUV for a test drive. Well, it's only 250 bi weekly. We can afford that. Let's do it. We need yep. a new vehicle. And then they don't qualify for 0%. So now it's not 250, it's 325 yep. bi weekly. But they already picked the vehicle. Mm hmm. And now they can't take really good product that they probably do need to protect themselves, like loss of employment or yep. gap insurance or, hey, warranty. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can't get those extra tires or whatever it is, right? Yep. So it's just not the smart way to do things. Picking a car for half the people in this country first is just not the smart way to do things. So that's also, why. Also, it's not even real, too, because like a lot of the times you'll see like a truck, like a brand new truck. Yeah. Like, this truck, 75 bucks bi-weekly. And you're like, hold on though, because. Weekly. It's usually weekly. Yeah. Or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, but you're thinking, With no. Eight grand down or trade equivalent. Well, the, <laughs> the thing is, is like you're, you're allowed to advertise certain ways, right? And to some people getting the lowest number that they can on that payment, even though it's wrong, even right. though no one can get it. Right. Is the Not best healthy. thing to do. Not or, healthy well, financially. For you, sure. but, but honestly. No one, if you advertise without the tax, which you're legally allowed to do, yeah. without the tax included, it's like, yeah. and then a little asterisk, it'll say like plus tax. Yeah, yeah. And then I guarantee they're not including admin fees. I guarantee they're not including freight PDI. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's already not a night, not a true number, even for the best qualified customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the, here's the other thing. And I just had this conversation with my customer, uh, with a customer yesterday who kept asking me the same question. We have customers so programmed mm -hmm. on the interest rates that are advertised, they actually think that interest rates go with dealerships. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right? So they're like, well, what's your guys' best interest rate? Right. And I'm explaining, That's interest rates is a, three, is a three-pronged like system. I don't know if pronged is the right word, but number one, it goes with, okay, what does your credit qualify you for? Right. And then number two, after we determine what your credit qualifies you for, the interest rate is based on the year, uh, the year and kilometers condition. of the vehicle yep. and condition. Yep. And then, what's the third thing? I want to say three. <coughs> um, the there year. Three. Yeah, the year. Customer. Yeah. Vehicle. Yeah. God, I just had a brain fart. Good brain aneurysm. Um. Yeah. So do I. The year and condition of the vehicle. That's two. <laughs> oh, and then and then it slides. Okay, so, and that's really the year and condition of oh, the vehicle, and, right? Oh, and the stated prime rate at the time, based yes, on the bank. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, so the customer and, the market, and their credit. Yeah. And then that slides around. Oh, I know, three. Yeah, that slides around. So the customer's credit, yeah. let's say it qualifies them for perfect, the best rate. Mm -hmm. Well, the best rate at TD versus Scotia versus RBC versus Bank of Montreal may be slightly different. So right. the bank... The bank offers different programs. Mm -hmm. The customer comes with different rate programs. 
And then the year of the vehicle and the kilometers or the condition of the vehicle determine a range in, in rate. So you qualify like in a tier scale. And then within that tier, there's probably a two, three point spread. Yes. Right? So yeah. then you're like, okay, well, you qualify for... So we had a customer... I had a customer coming out of bankruptcy or in bankruptcy. In bankruptcy, I'm sorry. And they qualified for 8.9% mm-hmm. on a new, you know, 2020. Mm-hmm. But this, the the way that it, the way that it scaled, because in order to fit a, a budget per month that they could afford to not get in the same situation that they were in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We had to go an older vehicle because it was a cheaper price altogether, right. which made them go from eight point nine to nine nine, I believe it was, right? Which is still fantastic for somebody just actually just currently in bankruptcy. In bankruptcy, yeah, yeah. Which is another common misconception out there that there's no programs for people that have just come across hard times. Well, people get bad advice. They do get bad advice, and they and a lot of times, unfortunately, they didn't see us. Well, that's the thing, but but a lot of times, unfortunately, they get bad advice because the yeah. way that the person who answers the phone at the dealership is not trained at all in finance. Yeah. He gives them bad buying advice, yeah. or he or she can give them bad buying advice. Yeah. And that's why, like, with me, I'm like, ugh. I mean, I've been doing this since I'm 18 years old, so it's like, when we do training sometimes, I'm like, like, you have the stamina to keep going and <laughs> over and over and explaining it over and over again to people who... Needs assessment, interview, yeah, interview, yeah, yeah. interview. And it's all good because, like, like right now we have really good salespeople. Yeah. Um, or really good agents or whatever we're calling them. Agents. Yeah, I like agents. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, that might change, but anyway. Yeah. But, but the point is, is that um, not everybody, not all places where you can go buy a car care to give their frontline salespeople or agents that information. Right. About how, it, how the buying process actually works. So... When they when you get them on the phone, even even if they could be in the business for twenty years, they still might be given bad information. Yeah, yeah. Our rates are. Yeah, exactly. You know, quoting payments is the worst. I mean, that was one thing as a trainer I saw over and over again, and it was the hardest thing. And really, the reason why I just said, forget it. I can't yeah. change the system. Yeah. On the inside, I'm going to come out with my own brand and do it myself. Yeah. Because when you're in the franchise store and you're saying. You know, it's very simple stuff. Like, I got it down. I used to call it drop, stop, drop, and roll. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd say to the salespeople, okay, it's very simple. Mm-hmm. When somebody walks under the dealership, calls, clicks, come in, mm-hmm. and you introduce yourself. You say, hey, welcome to 123 Motors. Yep. I'm, I'm Johnny. You are? Oh, I'm Susan. Susie Q. Da-da-da. Okay, great. Folks, you're here to see this or that. Or, you know, when you start that intro conversation, which mm-hmm. I would be that needs assessment mm-hmm. type thing. The customer is going to share usually in the first 10 minutes if they've got some concerns around finance, money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the first questions people ask is, what's the payment on? And they don't even really pick, they don't even point at it as the exact car. They say like, you know, you guys already saw this ad, you guys are advertising this and the payment on this and that. And they, and in most cases, they go with the advertised rates and terms, even though I just explained it's a three there's yeah. three factors that determine that rate. Yeah, and some people get it, but not. It's not the. It's not the norm. No, it's not. That's the. Norm. the that's the weird thing is that we make these advertising things that you can prove in court of law that most people will not qualify for, and that should be adjusted. Yeah, I think. it should be. There should be a law that says, look, if you're advertising something, yeah. most people should well, be able to do, qualify. Well, they do. They do. They put OAC right exactly. on approved credit. Exactly. Yeah. 
you know, some regulations apply. Yeah. Uh, you know Star, what? Star asterisks, the T thing. Exactly. <laughs> in in Ontario, uh, Ombic, and I think in Alberta, there's some pretty strict regulations around uh, around advertising. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it it could be real simple. You know, it, the thing the thing is, when we, when we used to say that when I used to go into the franchise store and I used to say, okay. If somebody says to you, I would just say the simplest, the easiest, you know, customer uh, to help is the customer that says, you know, oh yeah, I'm confident they know exactly what they're looking for. There's no, they don't indicate any issues of finance. They, they're, they're going forward. But the second easiest customer to help is the one that, man, and it's so difficult to see mm-hmm. because nobody really chooses to have shit happened to them in life that puts them in a situation where their credit went a little bit bad 100%. like really it's very in my whole career i've seen maybe a handful of people that were like yeah i just didn't want to pay yeah most people are like yeah my dad got cancer exactly. my kid was sick yes uh we, i just went through covid that's the latest uh, i got laid off like 20 years being on the job like it's heart-wrenching shit man so when somebody says Walks in the dealership and says, "Hey, you know what?" And see, and and quietly after they get in that office with that person that they're supposed to get help from, mm-hmm. finally gets up the gumption, which is not easy if you've been into a dealership to say that to any one of those people in the front line. That's right. Most of the time, they're not open to hear it, but finally gets to say, "You know what? I really don't want to test drive until I figure out like if we can get approved." Yes. Right. I mean, yeah. they. That's how it's said. Or it's like, you know what? I recently uh, I had I had a period of time where I lost my job and. Uh, we're really just not sure we can afford or even if we can do this. Yeah. Stop, drop, and roll. I used yeah. to say, like, just stop. Put them in a rolly chair if you need to yeah. and swing them over to the finance office. You'd be treating them with more respect than yeah. putting them in a damn $60,000 SUV and yeah. promising them fu- friggin', you know, I get passionate, man. Oh, man. I almost start dropping F-bombs. I'm sorry. But no, I just get it. Do it. it. Do and it. Then, drop the F-bombs. And then you're like, man and then they send them home to tell their friends and family they just bought this beautiful vehicle and call them up in two days and say or if they call them up at all yeah they call us and say hey we went and bought a vehicle at i won't drop any names but and uh, i guess we're not approved and i'm like what do you mean you guess you're not approved yeah did you have the vehicle or not well nobody called us back yeah yeah oh it's nasty man i'm like yeah, I got to give credit where credit's due. A lot has changed. A lot of dealers are getting their eyes open. Yeah. And they're trying. Like, you know, they're not bad people. If you're Franchise listening. dealers aren't bad people. They've yeah. just been doing it the same way. You know, it's like teaching somebody in the gym. Yeah. You know, who's like, you know, doing the bouncy stretches. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, God, I can just see them rip their hands. Please stop. Yeah, right? yeah. I guess bouncy stretches are back in though. Are they? I don't, I don't know. know. Things change all the time, right? Yeah, like... <laughs> I think um, they call it like static stretch or dynamic. Dynamic, problem. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but that's um, that thing of of you telling that story about the couple that comes back and they finally get into your office, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we were both on the front line. This is the other thing, by the way, that yeah. used to not happen. We yeah. both graduated. We earned our stripes. Like we're we're promoted from within, right? Like <laughs> we we both sold cars, touch metal. You know what yeah. I mean? We yeah. both did that. Yeah. And then we both and went still up. do because that's how we train our rooks. Exactly. Yeah. And we both, and then we landed in the finance office. Yeah. Um, and, and now we're like, then that we're on the backside of it now, but yeah. we both know what the front end is like. Had yeah. to grind that out too. Yeah. And it's tough. And, uh, 
but uh, but back in the day not everybody was like that and i know i think even now still people move over from like they they were at a bank or something or they were a mortgage broker or something and then they yeah. learn they learn how to sell product and insurance and stuff for the auto industry yeah and they never really were on the front line selling pieces of hunks of metal to people yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. touch and feel stuff yeah but the but the thing about that is when you finally get to that guy's office when they come to you and they say like oh man like uh you know there's one of i i experienced one of two types of customers yeah the guys that you can tell been they've been hit with the humble pie they've swallowed the humble pie so many yeah, times man, that they're just like you'll never get me approved they right. come right out with it right yeah they're just like so fed up they're like i call it i call it like I now I have no shame. That's right. Because I need a car so bad. Yeah, and you've been told no so many times, yeah. and yeah. and you just know the zero percent doesn't qualify for you. You know what Freaking I mean? Freaking sin, man. And so there's that type of customer, and then there's the customer who tried to so play mad. his cards, play their cards close to the vest a little mm. bit. You know, what I mean, they didn't really want to go get all that with the front yeah, end. You're probably line. seeing them the first couple times of their shopping experience. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And uh, and then they come and then they finally found a vehicle. They get back into the in the office and they say like, hey man, like this yeah. is the situation, right? Like yeah. I've had a divorce or whatever. Yeah. And I'm not really it. sure. Like I know I'm not going to get the zero percent, but like, man, it's like, I don't, I don't even really know if I can get approved. Right. Right. And the best thing that you can do for that customer, there's yeah. one thing that's amazing to be able to do for someone, yeah. is to take that weight right off their shoulders. Yeah, and yes. you can't touch people anymore, but no. like you used to be able you to kind of just, feet away now. just be like, hey man, you know what? That's exactly what I can do for you. That's like, right. Don't worry about that. That's exactly my specialty. Yeah. We are going to get you the best possible rate that you can, and I'll be totally open with you. Right. Turn the screen around. I'll show you all the banks that are interested. Yeah. I'll show you all the different rates. 100%. I'll show you your payments on every single one. Yeah. Like this is what we do. Yeah. And you can see this flood of like relief, man. Yeah. It's just we're like, going to no see. We're just going to walk through it together. For sure, man. Yeah. For sure. Like, and then. Honestly, if I do my job well enough, I'll earn your business. I'll make a little bit of money. That's right. Everybody's happy. You get that's a new right. car, right? That's right. And so that's great. And people like George, come on. How many times, uh, okay, not in the car business, working with with me, for me, yeah. have you negotiated the price of a vehicle? Oh, you don't. You don't negotiate because it's... Fair price, yeah. easy way to do it, that's hassles, right. open... You know, what's the word every full disclosure? Yeah. You know, I just call it like ask me and I'll tell you. I'll tell you. When I own my own <laughs> What do you want to know? <laughs> when I have my own little dealership and mm -hmm. we both have, have had our own separate dealerships. Mm -hmm. We've tried that as well. Yeah. <laughs> We've done that right. We're better together, buddy. Yeah. Um, together. But when I have my own little dealership, that's what I would tell people. Yeah. The reason why I never negotiated price is because if it ever came down to it, there's that old saying, like if you can keep everybody paid keep the lights on right exactly. and you make one dollar you'll sell the car right that's right and that's what that's what everybody thinks and that's that's to the, for the most part that's pretty true actually yeah um but keeping everybody paid is kind of a moving target because yep. i know anyway but anyway the point is is that if it ever came down to like me not making any money yeah it, it, you can't do that deal because you right. can't you won't be able to stay in business long enough to keep doing that and that's what people want to know exactly is that they got a fair deal that's right and the, that's what people I've been don't saying don't mind paying they for, don't yeah. and they don't mind paying more that's right they don't mind paying more for really good service that is a true thing it was uh, Gary at Harvard Auto taught me that a long time sometimes Kim used to say this to me like years and years we used to do sales for him and he'd say he'd say I know the prices of my vehicles can be a little bit more expensive but sometimes the lowest price isn't always the best deal and I was right. like you know what he's a hundred percent right and 100%. it's true his vehicles are reconned to the hilt yep. they're beautifully 
you know, they go over them like at a new car dealership and make sure that what they're getting is, you know, yeah. is a good, Jesus, we're plugging everybody today. I know, except us. Buy smart.ca. <laughs> go there. <laughs> but I mean, those are all lessons you learn, right? Yeah. Recon the vehicle so you don't have stuff coming back. Now, sometimes you, it, it's inevitable that stuff will happen. I remember I got a call, um, well, all the time through my career, but you're dealing in used vehicles. So... And that's why we always put warranties on everything. Every vehicle that leaves has a warranty on it. Um, and then people can upgrade their warranty from the free one. But I always thought, okay, we need to, if we're going to make a deal, we need to make a deal so that we keep the lights on here. That's right. So that everybody gets paid and continues yeah. to have a job and enjoys working here and can feed their family. That's I think right. that's, just, that's, that's right. just fair, right? Yeah. And then over and above that, we should be able to make just a little bit more so that in the event, so that we can grow the company for more, if what we're doing is, is you know, for my mission is to keep doing good within the automobile business, mm -hmm. and have some there. Mm -hmm. In the event your customer calls you a week after they purchase the vehicle and say, you know what, like, uh, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a real example. Oh, I had a customer, the first rain. Okay, they were in a used vehicle. It was a 2013. Uh, customers rehabbing their credit, and they absolutely needed an all-wheel drive. So we got them in a 2013, um, I'm getting all into detail now, but anyways, uh, Ford Escape. Mm -hmm. First rain, he had a leak all up right. in here. He needs no wind. Called me up and he's like, I can already tell in his voice. Yeah. Am I going to get the runaround? Yeah. And I was like, hey, so-and-so, no worries. Yeah. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to text you the number for a really great company called Topcoat. I want you to call him, ask for Robbie, tell him I sent you. Yeah. It's right up around the corner from your house. Book an appointment when it's convenient. I'm going to pay. Yeah. I'll contact Robbie right now and let him know you're calling. He was like, Done. he's like, what? Okay. Okay. So you're, it is almost like it took him a beat because yep. he was ready to fight. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a damn sin. I'm going to pay for everything. That's of right. Of course. I promised you a vehicle that functions the way you need it. That's right. That's like, right. I didn't promise you a vehicle like That's that right. was going to break. Here's so, another one. Yeah. Here's another one. Cause it did happen to me. I did get a vehicle for a customer. The transmission on the way to delivery fell out. Amazing. It was the worst experience of my life. <laughs> and it was a really good vehicle. It was a uh, 2016 Nissan Rogue. Hardly any kilometers how on could it. You, how could you predict? You can't predict it. Yeah. But on the way, the driver calls me and goes, there's something wrong with this vehicle. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, man, because this customer is super excited. Can't wait to get their vehicle. Yeah. I turn around, come home. Turns it around. I send it over to Nissan. Nissan's like, we really can't figure it out quickly. Yeah. And it could be nothing. Yeah. It could be a sensor or you could need a whole new transmission. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not doing it. And I called the customer and I said, this is one of the worst calls. I hate making these calls. Yeah. I know you want your vehicle yesterday. Yeah. I know it's taken forever to find the perfect one. Yeah. I will find you another perfect one, but I cannot sell. I cannot deliver this vehicle to you. No. If Nissan can't give me a clear. Yeah. And they're uncertain if this could be a major issue for you. All and right. she was like... You know what, Kim? Like, thanks for your honesty. Yeah. Thanks for your honesty. I am disappointed I'm not going to have my vehicle today. I really need it. The snow's coming. Mm -hmm. I can't, I, I'm a nurse. I got to get to work. Mm -hmm. And it was that day, anyways. We found her another option, and, and you know, all is good. Mm -hmm. But it required unwinding a vehicle from the bank and all of this, like, horrific stuff on my end. Mm -hmm. But that's what we do. That's what we do. And those ones balance out the ones that are... That's right. The easier ones. That's you know right. what I mean? Easier as in the customer's like, yeah, that's great. Yes, 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 yes. And it's yeah. a yes the whole way through. Mm -hmm. 
you know, but you got to be able to don't, do that. People don't really know th- those stories, too. Mm-mm. Like, people don't know the negative number, the commission, no. the negative no, no, on no, your no, paycheck. No. Yeah, we lost money on that deal. <laughs> yeah. Big time. But those but, deals happen, but you have to do what you got to do. And, and that's then, being in business. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if I, if I own a grocery store, I'm probably going to get a bad shipment of potatoes every now and again. Right. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that's a bad I don't know. And then you send them right back to the potato guy. <laughs> well, and that's we got our money back from the per, from the yeah. other uh, from the auction where we bought it, right? Yeah. We just send it back. We yeah. arbitrate it. It's a bit of a nightmare, but you know, I just think you got to be prepared for that stuff in the business and just deal with things hand, you know, head on. And yeah. people, even in the worst situations, you know, people are like, "Thanks, you're doing everything you can do for me, and I appreciate it." Yeah. You know, and I'll oftentimes say to people, like, if you can think of another way around this, yeah, I am wide open, 100%. man. Like, I might not be thinking of a better way to handle this. That happens with vehicle selection a lot, yeah. right? Someone's like, I'm 400 bucks a month. That's it. And I need a truck. Yes, sir. And then, and, and I have enough experience to know that, like, that truck is very, 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 very difficult. I to still find. have never made it. I, I've never found it either. No. And so. And so what I will a lot of times do is I will do a search for that vehicle, but we're usually looking for specific kilometers, specific age, yeah. specific condition, right? Yeah. And when you put all those things together, um, it usually makes a truck that's more valuable yeah. than $400 a month can buy. Right. And so what I'll do is just say, you know, at some point you get to the point with a customer where you say, hey man, if you find one, right. like a GG or Auto Trader or whatever, man, just let me know. Yeah, I will buy it. dealership, we'll buy it from them. I'll buy it from them, yeah. But we got to make the math work. Exactly. The math just has to work out and there's no problem. And that's basically what we do a lot. I mean, we have, what do we have? Like probably 20 of our own vehicles, but we we buy a lot just from other dealers, from auctions, from... Yeah, that's the whole the whole thing was don't spend the money to stock 200 vehicles. Exactly. You know? uh, the big auto groups have more vehicles than, you know, in their inventory than I could ever compete with. But what we do is online. Yeah. And because we do it online, it makes it so that, yeah, we're going to, we, we stock, you know, 20, 30, I'll, I'll probably get up to about 50 vehicles at the Sackville location where we recon everything and yeah. it looks more like a dealership outfit. Sure. But uh, the storefronts are meant so that we don't want inventory there. We can do deliveries there if need be, if people want to come and pick up their vehicle from us. But I really had this desire to make sure that people knew what we do is the finance piece. We do the nitty gritty first. That's right. You talk to us like we're a mortgage broker. Uh, we help you broker the finance piece. Make sure, you know, even if you've got great credit. Yeah, oh, 100%. Like, even people that have the, the greatest of credit, it's a really good idea to know, okay, well, what bank are we going to go with? Yeah. Um, but certainly if you're un, uncertain or you're uncertain of what you're what you can afford even yep. which sounds weird yep. but a lot of people just don't know we ask them and they're just like well uh, you know i don't know well yep. the bank will tell you yep. like that's the nice thing about what the bank does during the pre-approval phase is that we say okay here's our you know here's john smith yep. and john smith works at one two three you know uh whatever uh, i don't know like one two three xyz yeah and <laughs> he's been there for 25 years and he makes this amount of money you know, annually, mm-hmm. and here's his pay stub. And when we send them all that information, they come back and they say, "Okay, John Smith can have you know thirty thousand dollars to spend. It's got to be newer than a 2014. It's got to right. have honor 
under 160,000K. It's got a, you can't finance it for any longer than 72 months. And yep. his range is going to be somewhere between 12% and 14%. How about it? Go. Exactly. And then that's why people, because of the marketing yep. that's out there, that's what confuses people because they think you can finance any vehicle. And that's you can't, right. the bank says. That's the too bank old, gives dude. you all that's the parameters. That's bud. right, and because they do not want to have an asset on their books. That's right. Uh, that's that they've overpaid for. Yeah. That's like what I said in the very beginning. Have you ever known a bank to do anything for free? I know, no, I know, they I won't, know. and they won't repossess an asset that that they owe too much for. That's that right. doesn't that doesn't have a good valuation, and that's why a lot of times, like when we get into the non-prime stuff, yeah, a lot of a lot of times customers get worried because they think like. All right. Well, you're gonna you're gonna sell me this car for nine nine nine. That's all fine and good. But I know as soon as you get me in that box, if we call it the box, the finance okay. office, yeah. right? Yeah. You're gonna sell me all this extra product and warranty and insurance stuff, and that's where you make all your money. I know how you guys do it, right? <laughs> but but a lot of times, for most banks, they'll tell you, look, you're capped at how much warranty you can sell. That's right. You're capped at how much gap insurance you can sell. Yeah. You're capped at how much life insurance you can sell. Yeah. These yeah. are the parameters, right? Yeah. yeah. Total loan to value. Exactly. They need to make sure that if it if ever it became an issue where they would have to take that asset back, yeah, they need to know that they have a good loan to value ratio. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <clears throat> I feel like we we are having a podcast that's pretty geeky. You think people will listen to this because uh, we're like honestly, Kim? I oh. think that every time I talk to people about cars, they never want to know about my vehicles. I know. They never want to know about the actual vehicle. Like, yeah. the, you know what I mean? Yeah, people know about the vehicle. Sure. You can look it all up online. There's lots of people know more about vehicles than I know. Yeah. You can go to Car and Driver. There's lots yeah. of guys doing reviews. Like, yeah. you can go to any dealership and, and a good salesperson will walk you through all the features and benefits of the vehicle. Yeah. What people want to know is how they're getting screwed. <laughs> That's what people want to know, right? Here's the thing. Yeah. You're really not. You're not. You no. just need to feel confident that you're not. And I think if I was to wrap it up, really, that's what we do. That's right. Because we allow that conversation to happen before. I mean, that's the slogan, know before you shop. That's right. Right? It's like we just, we we allow that open, transparent conversation, which is, yeah, yeah, I'm not. And the other thing I hate is like, and you can see it in the new staff, especially if they come from experience in the car business with me, they're like, Okay, step one, and I'm gonna sell them. I'm gonna get the information. Yeah. And I'm like, no, relax, man. Just it's have a chill. conversation it's with it's people. Chill. <laughs> chill. You know what I mean? They're like, hi, I'm John, and what are you? You're gonna. And I'm like, whoa, take a breath, dude. Take yeah. a breath. And when you call a customer, they made an application for for a finance, uh, you know, for a pre-approval. Yeah. You just call them up and say thanks. Yeah. Thanks for the application. Yeah. Are you looking First for of all, girl? this is what we do here at Buy It Smart. Does that sound like it matches what you need? Yeah. You know, we help people get pre-approved for their for their uh, financing before they shop for a vehicle and then we help them match them to a vehicle and we do it all on and we deliver it to your door. That's right. And if people are like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to test drive. I want to touch and feel. Yeah, no problem. You know, you can yeah. even name a couple dealerships in our area if you want to. Exactly. Sure. You know? Why not? If that's what you want to do, If that's what you want to do, do it. They just like stumble upon an ad and, you know, maybe this isn't the right fit for them. Right. But like our job isn't to sell everybody everything. It's no. like we're going to lose... You know, probably three times the amount of people we talk to, wouldn't you say? At least 30%, 40%? I'd say, yeah, because, it, again, that goes we back to... We win 30 or 40%, That maybe? goes back to how people are attracted to get into the car buying market, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's all of these things that come together. So you already are getting, like, an unbalanced uh, impression of the industry before you even go talk to somebody. Yeah. Right? And you just, you don't have the information. 
and it's not your fault. Yeah. It's our fault as the industry. That's you know because we're giving you all these mixed signals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so so you come in going, geez, I don't know what what which way is up. Yeah. And then now you have to trust somebody. Yeah. Right. And so so picking who that person is that you trust that's going to give you the information. Oh yeah. It's so that's key. the hardest part, right? So yeah, it's so key. Um, so that's the thing. But it's like um, um, the one thing that I wanted to mention is like when we when you get that person who that might have shaky credit, like, and they finally come and they like you know this is the traditional way. They finally get into the finance office and they they outline it right and then you can be like hey man that's what i do don't worry about it right oh, you can yeah. take that weight off them it that's one of the good parts of doing it the way we do it yeah yeah because you can let people know up front well, you man, physically see it it's not a problem like like you're human we're all human yeah and, if, and it's not even that you made mistakes sometimes it's sometimes yeah. that you had shit like you were saying things happen man bad shit yeah. happens to people like really bad shit man. so that's that's our specialty the, yeah. the, the the heartstring story i want to tell before we go yeah because we're here now we're done. There's, we're done. Unless you want to keep going, we're gonna do another podcast. Yeah, we'll do it every morning. We we'll probably talk about the same thing every time, man. Will we? Yep. Probably. I feel like we're a bunch of accountants talking about. Hopefully, people will listen to this thing. I well, if they don't, we have fun with drinking our coffee. And... Yeah, that's all there is to it. We just have fun. Um, when I was in the hospital with Lachlan, my son, yeah. and he was having we they they took his tube out too early, yeah. his intubated tube, which was helping him breathe. And then they gave him a, a CPAP max, which is like a forced air. It's like puffs yeah. air into his lungs, right? And inflates them. And he started to desat, which means the oxygen wasn't going to his blood, right? right? right. It was like three in the morning and <sighs> it was like his, his levels all started to drop. It wasn't working for him, right? right. But it was kind of like dropping a little bit and then coming up and dropping a little bit. It was kind of hovering around like the 65%. It should be at 100, right? Right. And I remember Dr. Brown, like, it was, like, code red situation, right? Like, like everyone, lights came on because overnight at the NICU, like, the lights are dim. Right. Lights came on. She came out. And she's like, hey, we're going to do this test, this test, this test. It was awesome. And she was, like, a general. She was, like, commanding the troops, right? right. And everyone was on point. And then after she kind of handled the situation over there, she turned back to me and Katie. And she's like, all right. And she got into, like, calm mode, right? Right. And she's like, this is the situation. This is what's happening with your son. And she could just see our fear because all, right. all we're doing is watching the monitor. It's like dropping, dropping, dropping. Right. Like, and we're watching. Are we watching him pass away? That's what right. we wanted to know, right? Right. And um, that's that. This is an analog for the for the car. I never freaking heard this story, man. This is an analog for for those bad for those poor credit customers right. who say right. like they come to you with that look in their eyes, like I don't know if we can get a car. I mean, this is a much more intense scenario. Right. But we gave Doctor Brown that look, like, are we watching Lachlan die right now? Like what you're about to say. Is is the, yeah. the turning point, right? And yeah. she goes, I go, because I just looked at her. I say, so what happens if is if we find out that the CPAP's not working, and uh, he's not gonna like his levels aren't gonna, gonna come take, up, yeah. right? He's not gonna learn to breathe on his own. Right. What 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 happens? Do we watch him die? And she goes, whoa! She goes, no, no, no! We right. know how to handle that situation easily. Right? He goes, we're just giving him a chance right now. That's all we're doing. Right. He's right. fighting a little bit. We're giving him a little chance. But she goes, no, 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 like. We're going to reintubate him. We know how to handle that easily. That's right. what we do here. Right. Do you know what I mean? And right. it was like, oh, are you serious? Yeah. She's like, yeah, 100%. I found somebody. And then it was the look on her face, too, of like, yeah. oh, I see. You think that you're watching your son die. Right. That's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. There's we no way that's going to happen, right? Right. And so it's just like, oh, 
And it was just like, and we were up doing that, like clinching like, I know. all night. Like, so we were exhausted. Right. And she's like, you guys need to go to sleep. Right. And we're going to take care of it and shut the door. Went to sleep. And then she wakes us up like a few hours later. And she's like, he's restabilized. We did have to reintubate him, but we're going to give him a few more days. He's going to be fine. Right. Right. Try and he again. did go back. Yeah. He did yeah. go back a few steps, but it was like that thing of like, man, you're in the place where you need to be. We're going right. to take care of you. I'm going to show you how it works. Right. <laughs> and that's a pretty deep. Anal- an- an- analogy to selling cars to non-prime customers. <laughs> <I> know, <man. laughs> but, but you know what? But it's kind of that thing of like, I don't know and I've been told all this information yeah. that's that's that makes me confused and I just need a car. Right. Are you going to help me get a car? Right. And so, yeah, that's what we do. It man. seems silly yeah. to map it to something as, you know, like for, for, for some people, yeah. you know, I put this, like if I was to think about some people I know that don't have any worries mm-hmm. in that financial area. Yeah. Okay. If you've never been there, you don't know. If you're, if you're, if you're in it and you're, and you're, you know, this is, how do I say this? Is it, it, it a vehicle for somebody who's financially okay mm-hmm. and is about fun I'm going to pick my vehicle. That's uh, right. We're going to go. It's got to have a backup cam, honey. Yeah, It's yeah. got to have Bluetooth. It's a we new want a panoramic sunroof. Smells nice. Yeah, smells nice. Yeah, yeah. For a lot of the customers, and not every customer that we deal with, but certainly it's what we specialize in. Mm-hmm. For a lot of our customers, it's like, dude, you know, I need this vehicle because I went through a divorce last year and now my child lives in Truro. That's right. I can't see my son. I work on a construction site during mm-hmm. the week, and if I don't get a vehicle... Like I can't, until I get a vehicle, I can't see my son. Yeah. And so like, I know, like, I think the reason when you, when, when you tell that story, it's because the truth of the matter is we, we're both, I mean, we come from the same family. We're both passionate about the things we're passionate about, man. But when we get, when I get, you know, looking at something that it might be my little piece in the world that I can solve somebody's heartache. Mm-hmm. That's really, I, I get it. And I, I car people are going to go there and make fun of me now. Cause they always yeah, do but it who cares? <laughs> because but we're it's not true. really like, car people, man. We don't solve a problem of, of, yeah. The end result is to put people in metal that, that, you know, because that's what they need. They need a vehicle, but yeah. really the solution is we solve people's problems that, that there's a, there's another problem that exists. Mm-hmm prior to getting into that metal that they're really trying to solve. Like nobody's really getting excited about the, uh, you know, Hyundai Santa Fe, you know, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. they are. Hyundai Santa Fe is nice. This is a nice vehicle. Actually. <laughs> this is a nice vehicle. This is a nice vehicle. <laughs> we should plug it. We're trying I get to, excited we're, about we're the Hyundai Santa Fe. I did in 2016. When we 2016. <laughs> Hyundai Santa Fe. This got leather? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Leather. Loaded up. Loaded up. Hammeranic sunroof. Anyway, we should probably get in and actually sell some food. Yeah, we got to do our job today. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for visiting us on Buy It Smart Podcast, where we go into the hood of the car buying industry and give you, give you all the dirty secrets. The dirty secrets. Yeah. Brought to you by BuyItSmart.ca. We might go cry there. a little, too. Next yeah. next episode, we yeah. cry. Next episode is all about crying. <laughs> all right. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. How'd you turn it off? Oh.